Hey Third Decade community, I'm your host Nikita Wolf, and today I'm joined by Kyle Matan. Kyle's a writer who works in public relations at the University of Arizona. He's a proud Third Decade alumnus who completed the two-year program in fall of 2022. In this discussion, Kyle shares a little about his own history around budgeting and how he found a system that works for him. Thanks for joining us today, Kyle. Appreciate you uh, spending your time on the podcast, sharing a little bit about your history. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. I would love if you started us off today, maybe by sharing a little bit about your financial background, a little bit about the path that brought you to where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Um, So my financial background was kind of a little bit all over the place. Uh, I was really grateful to find Third Decade. It was uh, Sort of, I got a referral from a coworker and friend who'd been through it and had really great things to say. And I, I needed desperately the, the guidance that I, that I got in the class and in the, the mentoring sessions afterward. So yeah, I didn't have a lot of experience or, or I was, I was really lost in a lot of ways. And, and third decade really helped, helped me shore that up from, you know, really basic things to budgeting, like we're talking about today, but then also big, big picture things like investing and taxes and, and mortgages and things like that. So, yeah. So, I mean, prior to your time with third decade, how did you used to do things? Um, in terms of budgeting, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did no budgeting before, uh, <laughs> before third decade. My, my brief experience with budgeting before the program was with like, a day or two that I tried Mint, which is an app that I'm not sure if it's still around, but uh, it is. back in like high school, I tried to uh, tried to use Mint for a little while, and I, I mean it was it was just a few days, um, and I you know didn't have real strong income at that point, so there wasn't really a lot to budget to begin with, um, and it was just really overwhelming. I just sort of tried to dive in and, and there was, there was too much to keep track of and, and not enough, like really money for me to, to try budgeting. So, um, really that was the extent of it. And then after that, it was like, if I wanted this new jacket, I would quickly check my checking account balance and go, Oh, cool. There's money there today. Let's buy the jacket or whatever, which of course is not budgeting. That's just spending. So um, <laughs> that's like, do I have the money? Sure. Does that mean exactly. the next expense is going to be covered? I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I have money. Okay. I'll buy this. So yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, for sure. It did not work all that well. Um, so, so then how did you like, what was your first experience with the budget like then? Cause now you're like budgeting master. Like what did your first experience end up shaking out to be? So I, went through third decade uh, in the fall of 2020 and I had my discovery meeting in September of 2020 and I need to shout out Jennifer Edwards who was my mentor uh, I think she's awesome just yeah just I just think super highly of her um, and all of the advice that she's passed along has served me well for you know going on almost three years now so um, but she you know in in that discovery meeting in you know mid to late September of 2020 she, said, you know, the first thing you really have to do is establish a budget. Um, It's really foundational. uh, And then everything else will follow. And so um, I think it was the second weekend of that following October. I, it's kind of a weird story, but I had, 
I kind of got a, a COVID infection scare, and that was back during the times that uh, the testing was not super available. So I was isolating for a, a weekend, and it turned out I didn't have it. But anyway, um, I had nothing to do for like a weekend, and I had just gotten all this great advice from Jennifer. And I said, okay, well, I'm stuck here for for at least a few days. I'll you know set up a budget. I think I opened a savings account. I did all this stuff that she recommended that I do, and the budget was really the big thing. Um, I opened a, an account with a, an app called and, and a website software called You Need a Budget. Uh, I think it's more commonly known by its acronym, which is pronounced YNAB. And um, I just started using it. They have a three-month free trial, at least back when I used it. It was a, a three-month free trial, and I started using it. And I actually used the app to budget for the the one year subscription, they, they subscribe your, your subscription. Yeah. runs, runs annually. And so I just use those three months to actually use the app to budget it and got it all set up. I, I spent that, that first day just watching a ton of videos online about how to use it. YNAB's um, a little interesting. It was the first app that showed up on, on Jennifer's list of, of reviews. I think she's, she, she has this, at least what she shared with me was this list of reviews of different apps. And I think her approach to it was entirely agnostic. She was just sort of, here are the the apps that people use and know of. Here's what I think of them. Um, but YNAB just so happened to be the first one. And uh, I think the only cons to it were really that it's, it's a zero-based budgeting system, which is slightly different um, in that from, from a lot of systems in that it's you know, you don't, you don't forecast your budget. You only budget the money that you have. And so every paycheck money comes in and you, YNAB's whole thing is assign every dollar a job. And so you, you know, you allocate, uh, you go down your budget and through all your categories and, and, you know, put, put however much money you need for, for each line rather than trying to forecast out, uh, like I'm going to have this much money on this day and, uh, and so forth. Um, and so, Zero-based budgeting, from my understanding, comes with a bit of a learning curve for folks who are used to forecasting. That was really the only con that I that I saw in Jennifer's review, and so I said, "Well, I don't have any experience with any kind of budgeting, so I think I'll be fine." That almost worked out in your favor. You didn't have any like habits to undo. Yes, exactly. Yeah, precisely. And so, um, so yeah, that first day it was it was like October 10, 2020, and ever since that day, I've been using YNAB pretty religiously. I uh, log all of my purchases manually and budget every single paycheck. You know, I get paid bi-weekly and, and I budget every every paycheck every two weeks. Um, and it's like, I look forward to paydays now, not only because I'm getting money, but it's, I'm also have become like a budgeting nerd and uh, it's <laughs> fun to, it's fun to budget on, on those days. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a really interesting, and I never thought that I would be a, a quote-unquote budgeting expert. Um, and I, I don't think, I still kind of don't think I am. I think it's always a learning process. Uh, yeah. But that's the beauty of budgeting is you just kind of, you know, um, get started and adjust as needed. How do you build into your schedule the uh, manual entry of that? I know it can sometimes be daunting if people go like a week and a half before they enter in their expenses. Do you have like a daily habit or something like that? Oh man, that's, that's a fantastic question. So I tried, one thing I tried to do that might work for, for folks who, who need this sort of advice, but, um, I, I did not, uh, keep up with it. I had a reminder set 
on my phone um, toward the end of the day in the evening when I'm just hanging out, not doing anything to go through the day and and go through my, you know, my bank statement or, you know, just my online banking and log the expenses that I that I made that day. Um, for whatever reason, that didn't always stick. And so I, I just I find myself sometimes doing what you described like a week and a half going back and and logging them. But uh, for whatever reason, I've always been able to for the most part to keep up with that um, and, and to reconcile. I, it, it becomes tedious uh, every once in a while, the longer you wait, of course, but uh, I don't know. I've been able to, to keep up with it. I find that for myself, I, I don't use a budget. I just use a spreadsheet, but a weekly like Saturday evening, I have a reminder in my phone. That's like, you should track your expenses. And if I go longer than that, yeah, I'm definitely struggling to like, remember what it was that I bought on Amazon or at Target or whatever. So it's harder to itemize. Weekly is probably a good idea. Um, daily was, was maybe too much to, to keep up with, but you've got me thinking now weekly is probably the move. Totally depends on the person. I know, um, yeah. daily, if, if it's easy to build into your schedule, like I have a, a friend of mine who does it right when they get to work, um, because they have a few minutes before they like get really started with their day and stuff. And it takes five minutes and that way That's it's like idea. always these tiny chunks and it's just kind of built into the routine. So I think everyone's just a little different, but yeah, daily, weekly, whatever you can accommodate. It's just tough to wait longer probably. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, when starting the program, hadn't yet been budgeting, I'm, I'm curious how you felt about that financial profile exercise, uh, that you had to complete in preparation for your discovery meeting. Oh God. Uh, it's, it was a, it was a soul crusher. Um, I like, I, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was tough. Um, because yeah, you're talking about an entire year of expenses, like just, just logging them into a spreadsheet. And I should say, you know, I'm a writer. I work with words, um, and working with numbers. I just like, I know it's kind of cliched, but I, it's just not my thing. It's not, uh, my idea of a good time. So that was, that was, um, that was not the funnest thing I've, I've ever done, but I tell you what, it was super important, laid the foundation and as much as in as much as the budget is a foundation for the rest of your financial life, the financial profile is the best foundation you can have for starting a budget because you, you know, obviously it makes you go back and, and look at how your money got spent. And, and then if you're, you know, if, if your situation works out like mine did, then you're, you're, third decade mentor can help you understand like and annualize all those expenses. So like, you know, whether your, your utilities were different every month, you can at least kind of looking at them in a more annual kind of through a more annual lens helps you figure out an average for each month that you can start to save for. And that's the whole thing with, with setting up a budget. One of the hardest parts is figuring out, well, how much, how much should each goal like what, what's the benchmark I should set for each of these categories? The financial profile will do that for you. If you don't have a budget set up yet that, you know, that's definitely the first step. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was really tedious and not my favorite thing in the world, but I only had to do it the one time. And one piece of advice that I got from another third decader that I thought was awesome is, you know, you have like a few days at least to get the financial profile set up. And so what I did was I just tackled one or two months, you know, an evening, just really split it up. Don't try to do it all in one sitting. Um, and that worked really well for me, but, uh, you know, the important thing is once you have it and then once you set up, if you're using a, you know, a system like YNAB or even any, you know, any other kind of budgeting system, once you do 
that year and then start using a budget, you don't really have to go through anything like that again, because the budget in doing the budget, you're doing just that all the time now. Yeah. For better or worse, it gives you a true starting point. A lot of people, I think probably the most commonly miss, um, misbudgeted category is related to food. People think yes. that they spend a lot less eating out than what they actually do. So oh, yes. oftentimes it's it's kind of the uh, hard look in the mirror, I guess. And like, if you are overspending in certain categories, you're not even realizing it. Like yeah. it's painful to find that out, but it's also like the mm-hmm. only way of being able to go forward and address potential like spending deficit issues. For sure. For sure. I have to agree with you completely on, on food expenses. I mean, they were just astronomical when I, when I got started. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, the financial profile, like I said, it's, um, it's tough at the beginning, but once you do it, it's a total eye opener. So, yep. That's oftentimes people's, uh, favorite and least favorite part of the program. So we're sorry, but we're going to keep on doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So is there anything else that you, you know, want to touch on that you think would be helpful for those that are listening to this episode? Yeah. Um, I'll say like starting a budget was to me really daunting. You know, I had the weird experience in high school that didn't pan out. And for years I was just like, I, you know, it's not going to work. Like, I don't know, you know, I I know, I knew that I needed to do something, but I just needed the right guidance. And so third decade provided that. And I am so glad that I got back on track. What I would say to folks who are maybe in a similar situation, like not really sure where to start and, you know, perhaps it seems overwhelming, um, is to just try literally anything at first, because a system of some sort is better than, than no system at all, whether it's pen and paper or an app like YNAB or anything else that's out there. Um, and sort of similar to that, whatever system you have, it really doesn't need to be perfect. Like you can start. And if you blow your budget the first month that you've started, that's like, okay, you've still learned, a few things. Uh, you, you've learned where you need to make adjustments. You learned perhaps where you are overspending or maybe you're under budgeting and, and you can kind of, you know, kind of tweak it from there. Uh, one thing that has always sort of held me back in a, in a lot of different regards, but is the fact that I'm just kind of a perfectionist about things. And I think it was Jennifer who said, you know, you, that's, that's okay. But like for, for your budget, you know, just, go easy on yourself and do the best you can for the first few months and things will eventually click and become more habitual. And you'll, you know, just kind of subconsciously start to understand where you need to be on, on spending on certain things and, and this and that. And so that's, that's how it worked for me. And that's what I would say to anyone who is, is kind of starting out and not really sure where to start, start literally anywhere, do, anything that that seems like it would be helpful. Um, Don't try to do a bunch of heavy lifting all at once because budgeting kind of unfolds and evolves over time. That's a great way of putting it. There's a quote that came to mind when you were sharing that. Um, I think it goes, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of curious now that you are budgeting, is there anything you feel like that has like opened up for you? Like, has it changed your philosophy on money, your anxiety around money or anything like that? Like, how does this impact you on the day to day now? So I'm not nearly as anxious as I used to be about, about money. Um, And going back to another, again, something Jennifer told me, I think in her notes, she said, you know, keep in mind the budget is not the thing that tells you, you have no money 
it's the thing that prioritizes how you you know should save and and, and allocate and spend your money um and that's always stuck with me because that is like that was always my mindset was god i don't want to log into my online banking right now because i'll you know i'll like have to look at how like low my my account is just because especially in college and things like that um Mm -hmm. and that that philosophy got really ingrained and it got to the point where i was just anxious about about even knowing how little money i had or whatever um the budget has completely changed that uh i now look at my money always with sort of a sense of empowerment like i know that's maybe sounds a little weird but no no matter what my situation looks like i know that i have a system that is like tried and true at this point that i can refer to to help me make decisions that will serve me in the best possible way that's ultimately what a budget is uh I, I think uh, the president said this recently uh, because of the federal budgeting that's going on right now, but like a, a budget is a reflection of your values. And yeah. that's, I think that's really true for me. Like that's, that's how it's worked out for me. So I just kind of refer back to it when I need to, to make tough decisions and it always seems to nudge me in the right direction, but I don't feel I don't feel anxious. There, there are difficult decisions every once in a while, depending on, on the situation or whatever, but I now know that the system I have works and that's really empowering in a lot of ways. I kind of want to ask a out of left field question because it's always fun to hear people's different answers, but speaking of value-based spending, what are, you know, one or two categories that to you are worth spending lavishly in? Oh gosh. That's a great question. I love that. Um, I would say, um, uh, this is, this sounds a little silly maybe, but, uh, the, the budget category for my dog, um, it doesn't my, sound my silly at all. Okay, good, good. Uh, my dog Arlo, uh, I love to, to spend on him as, as much as I can. Um, and then honestly, like this sounds again, maybe pretentious or weird, but watching, watching the savings, the emergency savings category grow has been really, I don't know. I like YNAB's sort of graphics and visuals for, for that sort of thing are really, really effective. And so watching that, watching that grow, I mean, it's, I'm not, that's not lavish spending, but um, that's, that's one area that the more I build up that, that budget line, it's just incredibly satisfying to watch that. Um, so but that, and then I would say, you know, gifts in general, um, it's, it's great to, to be able to finally, you know, have a system that helps me allocate money for gifts and, and therefore spend, uh, on, on gifts a little bit more effectively, if that makes sense. Um, totally. So, yep. yeah. And it, it like allows joy to kind of be part of the spending experience as well in those categories. Yes, so. absolutely. There is no shame in whatever your answers were. That's why I ask it is everyone's essential expenses or, you know, value-based expenses are different and yeah. kind of want to illustrate for our listeners that, you know, it's okay to want to spend lavishly on your dog. Yeah. <laughs> it can totally. all be part I- of the plan and yeah. And it's interesting how those those values sort of maybe I guess change over over the time over time when you yeah. when you budget because you realize like it really helps you realize what's more important to you getting all these coffees right now or would it be better to sock away some of that cash for um, you know for Christmas or that that upcoming like birthday for a friend or something like that yeah. um, 
Everything so has a trade-off. For sure. That's the that's the magic of budgeting. So Well, I would love if you would maybe send me some of your favorite YNAB resources, because I know that is a platform that has definitely got a learning curve up front. It's a heavy lift, but then yeah. it's an amazing platform once you've got that going. So if you want to send those to me, I'll link those in the show notes for our listeners. But thanks so much again for, for sharing a little bit about how budgeting has improved your life and maybe where to get started for someone who's been avoiding it a little bit. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.